I'm sure there's some, like, inspirational crypto bro podcast out there that's like, well, uh, you know, the, the hardest step is just getting started. And I hate to give the crypto bros a win. Um, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I'm not one. Uh, but yeah, maybe they're right about that. So, hi, this is my new podcast. My name is Mickey Soro. Uh, I'm calling this shit What's Mine is Ours, because in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I can probably, uh... I can probably talk for hours about some shit, you know how it is. Uh, at least one hour a week, right? So, uh, now I'm gonna try to do that. I'm transitioning to podcasting. Um, I have a great face for radio. I have a voice. I can't even say even a mother could love, because even my own mom's kind of like, ah, what? And it's like, well, you're the one that showed me Ray Romano at a young age, you know, it's not my fault. Um, but, you know, this is my fault. This is my project. Uh, if it goes nowhere, I don't give a shit. It's just cool that I tried, right? Um, so, uh, a couple things up top. Welcome. Love you for being here. Love you even more for staying. Also, love you for leaving, if you've clicked off of this by now, because I totally understand. Needing to preserve your energy, needing to protect those boundaries. Also, like, needing to not listen to me, because I have to do that literally all day. Um, and it's grating, because also, like, oh, here we go, now we're getting deep. Do any of you, like, the voice in your head, like, isn't you, like, it is you, but it doesn't sound like you. Like, in my head, I, you know, it's just kind of like an amorphous thing going on, but I don't sound like such a dickhole. Uh, but I do, out loud, outside, so, just gave you guys a thumbs up you couldn't see. This is gonna go really great. Um, but also speaking of voice and, uh, audio quality specifically, I did want to let you guys know that, uh, I'm not a sound mixing guy, uh, I'm barely a sound guy, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I can kinda hear, is as far as I can get with it. I'm recording on, a on Audacity, on a Lenovo Yoga laptop, which I have dropped maybe once or twice. I was originally planning on doing video, uh, but I dropped it so damn hard that now the camera is, like, jiggled. Like, it's kind of... I'm looking at it right now, even though it's not doing anything, and it's like, I can kind of see, like, just a, just a little a little kiss, just an eclipse of camera uh, on the left side, and then everything else is just blank. And it's okay, because I'm blank up top, which is going to really suck, because I promised myself I would fill an hour of content with this. Uh, but luckily, Wikipedia exists. So I was thinking that probably what this is going to be is this is going to be me sitting down maybe once a week, and I'm going to talk into my computer about just nothing. Most likely. Uh, nothing of substance. Maybe something funny. Uh, you know, maybe yeah, I'll make you laugh. I'll make you cry. Um, I'll make you have a lot darker thoughts than either of those. I hope not. But, you know, you never know where, where I never I open my mouth. I don't know where it's going. Um, that's a problem. Everyone. I think that's a quote from something. And people are always like, oh, that's that's so good. It's inventive. And it's like, is it? But yeah, OK, I'll take it. Um, so, the reason why I was thinking about doing this, I figured the first, um, episode of it could be, uh, something that I've had bouncing around in the back of my brain, so what it basically is, I'm just gonna come up with the topic, and I'm just gonna fucking riff on it, and, uh, yeah, probably for, like, an hour or so, I've already been riffing for about three and a half minutes, and I feel so fucking annoying, but, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope you guys still love me when this is over, but also, I don't care, and also, most of you don't even, did I introduce myself?
Oh my god, did I not introduce myself? It's good. I like anonymity. anonymity. I like to be anonymous. I also like to be androgynous. I don't do that very well. Um, and uh, neither do I, you know, hick it with uh, being anonymous. My name is Mickey Soro. I don't remember if I said that before, uh, but I'm saying it now. It also doesn't matter. It's a stage name. It's my real name, but I, I spell it in a way that makes it a stage name. Um, so... Cool, cool. So basically, I'm just going to pick a topic once a week, and I'm going to fucking riff on it. And uh, the reason why I decided to do this, because I thought I had kind of a banger of a topic, I was thinking of, okay, so, reality dating television. Right? We've all seen it, except for me, because I can't sit through it. I I try, but I, I just can't, I just, bleh. You know what I mean? I love love. And also, like, Full respect to anyone out there who's on any sort of spectrum when it comes to, like, romantic feelings or, I mean, duh, everyone kind of fools somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you can super, super have them. You can super, super not have them. You can fool outside of it and all sorts of amorphous, like, shit. And I think that's super cool. Much love to the romantic community. Much love to the asexual community. Much love to every community except for people that are shit. Duh. Um, but yeah, so, you know, dating shows, right? Basically where I'm going with it is I'm very romantic. I love love is a concept. Um, and I never really know how to explain it to people without them being like, do you maybe need to drink and like lie down and then (laughs) like hopefully have a dream that like changes your life and wake up and you know, have, like, a makeover, like, uh, Anne Hathaway and whatever, they take the glasses off, straighten your hair, and be like, I am ready for love, actually. Um, and it's like, no, my hair's already straight. Um, so, I'm good, actually. And I have contacts. But, um, I love love. Really into it. Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, just because I like the color pink. Um, you know, I'm kind of not really in it for anything else. I love the concept. It would be nice. You know what I mean? To, like... Now I'm going to make you guys start feeling feelings. Please don't feel for me. I'm not a sympathetic character. Um, But like, you know, holding hands, cool. Smooching, nice, but also mask up. Um, You know, just, it it seems nice, right? Like, it is a concept, conceptually. What I'm trying to say is I love it conceptually. If you bring it anywhere near me, I'm gonna scream. Probably not, but I will throw up. If somebody holds my hand, and I've tried this with people, like, I will freak out, I don't know, I, I do know what it is, I don't care, <laughs> um, uh, like, if you, I've, I, like, I was trying to watch some dating show recently, because I've heard so much about it, I can't remember fucking what it was, it might have been, what's the one where they're on an island, yeah, whatever that one is, um, and, uh, I think someone, like, put their arm around someone else, and I hate to turn it off, I just, like, I could feel the arm around me, and it, like, freaked me out, um, and, you know, I, I do feel lonely about it sometimes, and also I know that it's, like, you know, there's a community for it, and, but I also feel like I'm kind of straddling, like, very romantic and very aromantic, uh, experiences, and it's kind of like, I don't really specifically want to put a label on it, I just wanted to kind of figure out how to live with it better, but, uh, this podcast isn't about that, literally at all, this podcast is not about me uh, having any sort of deep footage about my experience at all, or reflecting on anything about myself, really. Um, this podcast is about me talking in circles because I'm not good at explaining things, and then eventually getting to the point. So, I cannot stand dating game shows. 
I cannot stand them. I cannot watch them. I will freak out. Like, I, it just makes me so uncomfortable. And I, it's like, oh, they're beautiful, and they're in love, but, oh, blah. Kissing with tongue, and it's like, I don't mean to shame anybody. You know, whatever you want to do, as long as it's consensual and everyone's into it, cool, you know? Like, you know, don't hurt anybody unless they ask for it. That's what I ask. Um, but also, I just, and I, you know, I don't mean to be negative, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think everybody should be able to do whatever they want, love whoever they want. It's just like, I can't, I can't, I, <laughs> there's a certain level of PDA where I can, like, feel it on my body, and I'm like, ugh, that put it away. Um, so, uh, because of this, I'm really not super exposed to the concept of reality dating shows. I'll just, like, vaguely see the concept of one, and I'll be like, I can't watch that shit. Um, so I figured I would now, maybe, for fun and enjoyment, I will try to learn about different <laughs> reality dating shows, and just by looking at quick Wikipedia blurbs about them, I can kind of be like, wow, that shit. Because, like, I know that my opinion is alien-alien. Like, you know, like, I'm not even, like, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I'm just like, wow, this asshole is from, like, when Lemuria was swallowed into the Earth and then shot back out into space. It's where this cunt is from. And I get it. Like, you know, I, you know I'm i coming at it from, like, intergalactic planetary. I don't fucking want any of this shit in my orbit. So uh, my opinions are going to be awful. And I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> um, so I'm on Wikipedia. I'm looking at a category. American dating and reality. Uh, sorry. Um, huh, fuck. Category. American. Okay. Also category uh, colon no space. Category colon American dating and reality uh, relationship reality television series. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't read. So let's get reading. I'm going to look at ones that interest me. Um. The Fifth Wheel. It sounds like a, like a torture method. Okay, The Fifth Wheel is an American dating reality series that aired in syndication from 2001 to 2004. The show was initially hosted by comedian Aisha Tyler, but when Tyler left after completing the first season, the remaining two seasons were hosted in narration by announcer Tim Gottlieb, who is a name I believe I recognize. Uh, the series' closing slogan was... Where strangers become friends, friends become lovers, and loves become bitter suicidal exes all in the same show. What? They'd so mean! What the fuck? Okay. Okay, so rare six sex, same sex content, contestants. Oh no! Oh, this is terrible! Okay, see, here we go. Now, now, now we're cooking. Okay, so basically, I'm skimming this shit, um, and it's looking like, and also, let me just say, this is a very 2001 to 2004 idea. Uh, I think they would try to also wear it now, but they would have to, like, make sure everybody had their belly button pierced first and was, like, cool with spray tanning so we don't see their tan lines for the bikinis. Um, and they'd be on an island. Shit's always on an island these days. Um... So, what it is, is they do man-woman-couple, man-woman-couple that other guy over there and they will go out on a joint date and uh apparently it just like fucking rocks the people's shit and, yeah well obviously honestly because you're here to find love and then they're like yeah but i you're the other guy over there like we got man and woman lover one man and lo woman lover two extra and like so i would be so the way that i know that this reality dating show absolutely fucked some people up probably is that i would i would pay them 
to be other guy. You know what I mean? Which is how I know that this is one of those things that is like probably deeply emotional for people. And they're like, oh, I relate to the, I, you know, because like, I think it, it's kind of like this person tries to butt in because they're the fifth wheel. And they're like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Any kind of thing. It's just that maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. The line about the, the fact that they're advertising suicidal exes makes me think it doesn't always work in their favor. Um, but yeah, so the way that I can measure the fact that this is probably a redonkulous fucking thing for them to do is the fact that I'm like, oh, I, I want to be that guy. Because I would go all out. I'd be like, okay, you two, you two, I am in the bathroom getting high. Like, I don't even give a shit. Like, I, I will wait by the car so you don't need to pay the VLA. I will show up dressed as a mine and I will do a little funky dancey dance so they, the production needs to fucking hire anybody. You know, all of, I'm not a good ventriloquist. I'm not a ventriloquist at all. But like, hey, man, if it'll make your date better, I'll try it for you. Like, you can do we can do whatever direction you guys want. I will be the entertainment. I will play the world's smallest fiddle. Don't know how to play fiddle, but I have a sibling for that. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, this that's probably a wonky setup. Um, that might be interesting. But, yeah, wonky. Also, what kind of vehicle is a fifth wheel? But also, also, what kind of vehicle is three wheels? I think I saw that episode of Top Gear. I think they didn't end well for the British guy. He's probably cool, though. He's probably fine. Okay. Age of Love is one of the next one, this, ones that piques my interest. It makes me scared. Um... <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. The age of consent in the state is, is 16, which I think is disgustingly low. Um, I really hope this isn't something to do with, like, severe age gaps. Oh, there it is. The show featured 30-year-old Australian tennis star Mark Philippousis. Oh, I bet he filled some pussies. Uh, uh, is he looked for love among a group of women ranging age from their early 20s to their early 40s. Uh, sorry, late 40s. Uh, aired uh, June 18, 2007 to August 6, 2007. Uh, and a 25-year-old one. I'm 25. Woo! Represent Amanda Salinas, but also uh, I hope you're okay. Uh, I guess 30 to 25 isn't, it's not the most scandalous. And also coming from where I thought this was going to be coming from, definitely better. Everyone's of age, which is good. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like, is this Australian? Is it, is this maybe, um, something that, um, I might maybe dabbling in something I don't understand here. Uh, yeah, right. So I recognize this because it follows the same naming pattern is Flavor of Love and Rock of Love. I've been trying to watch Rock of Love. I couldn't get that far into the episode. Everybody's beautiful. I fucking want all of their aesthetics all the time. I'm a Tracy Dade Rock kind of guy. But, um, I just, why do, why do they do the things they do? Um, and I know that there's going to be something in the season later where they have to, I've like seen clips of it. They have to like sexy talk on the phone and be like, mm, Brett, play me like a guitar. And it's like, I don't want to sit through that just so I can look at your cool hair. You know what I mean? Like I, if I, if I'm so thirsty for Wreck of Love era hairstyles and makeup, Pinterest, you know what I mean? And that's why I have an account. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody found their love. Uh, speaking of Alaskan women looking for love, I'm not even going to be a dick about this one. I think it's great. Um, find love. I think it's good that it's Alaska and not 
Connecticut <laughs> women looking for love or uh, Massachusetts women looking for love. Uh, you know, cause I've met people from this area. I, I don't think I've ever met somebody from Alaska. They deserve love because if they didn't, I would know of it by now. People around here, not so sure we should be finding love. Massachusetts women looking for love would, I, you would like, it would just, it would be smell-o-vision. You would smell the coffee breath, like through your TV. Um, and it would just be a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling, a lot of, uh, yeah. Yeah, we just yell a lot here. Um, probably at least one car accident per episode. So I, but you know, shout out to Alaskan women. I hope you found your love. Um, okay, Bachelor in Paradise. These are all the Bachelor. Wait, Biggage is a dating game? Oh my god, Biggage. Was that the point of that? I didn't pay attention. I, I think I definitely saw Biggage high in. Oh, I have to explain it. Hi, anyway. <laughs> speaking up. So, okay, Biggage. This one I can explain without, um, Without the Wikipedia, probably. So, Biggage is a show that I'm now realizing is hosted by Jerry Springer. Or basically, it's people, uh, they stand in front of another person and they're all sexy and beautiful. And, but the person looks at them and it's something about, like, everybody opens up a suitcase. And it's, like, one of their deepest, darkest secrets in a suitcase. And the person has to be, like, real or fake? And also, is it not sexy that you're dealing with it? And now that I put that together, okay, makes sense that <laughs> it's a dating show. Except it doesn't because it's horrible. But now, now the the sexy aspect is 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 clicking up here in my brain. Um, yeah, and it, it's I I don't know. I feel like you can't really like. I don't know. I. <laughs> I think it's because I because I know that I have baggage that I would open the suitcase and this is a, another way, a way that'll know that it's it's fucked because I would have I have baggage that I would open the suitcase and like I think people would riot <laughs> you know what I mean um so it's a little it's a little unfair to tell people that their trauma makes them unsexy but also what do I know because I'm unsexy and I'm also traumatized in an unrelated way. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, I would open a suitcase full of my trauma in front of a live studio audience for money. That's also how I know that this is a fucking scam. Because, like, I would do it, so they makes it suck. <laughs> um, woo! Let's see what else we got. Um, uh, there's just something called buzz. Bzz, uh, B-Z-Z-Z exclamation point. Um, it's an American relationship game show. Those words make me nauseous. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's kind of like, uh, okay, don't hate me for the fact that I don't know the full reference. What the fuck show, uh, was Rodney Hill Kill on? Dating game, dating game killer, duh. So I'm skimming it here. It's kind of looking like, the dating game, but they introduce buzzers where the the lady can't see the man, but they there's a bell and a buzzer, and she talks to them behind the screen and they're asking questions and one of the guys can't hear her and I don't know I just it's uh, I feel like they just wanted to name a show Buzz and <laughs> they were like um you know why not make people fuck afterwards right like. You can get your buzz on, and then you can go back to the hotel room and have a sip of champagne and get your buzz on. And it's like, I don't think we really need that, but uh, here we are. 
Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, dating naked is my absolute worst fear uh, next to dating clothed. And then also, I'm just not a super big fan of needles. And I know that people that have seen me are like, but your nose is full of holes. And it's like, everybody is. I just have some extras because I held my breath and I, I, I tried my best not to throw up on my piercer. I did a good job. Um, okay, yeah. Dating naked. Canceled after three seasons on VH1? Oh, come on. I, ugh, uh, nah, full body cringe. I hate this so much. Because, like, I don't, I, mm, and it's probably because I don't, like, think about people in the way, like, I love people. I tried to explain. I don't, I'm celibate for, for, for now. I, you know, I have no desire to experience that side of the human experience, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, I don't have a fuck desire. I don't have fuck thoughts. I don't look at other people and go, I wish I, I knew what you looked like naked. And then when I do know what somebody looks like naked, I, I'm, like, I'm weird about it, but, like, not in, like, a bad way. I'm just like, oh, you know, thank you for, for feeling comfortable enough. But I don't, like, you know, I don't say it's so weird. But it's like, you know, thank you for feeling comfortable enough to show me your, you know, your vessel and shit. And, like, they, they weirds people out because I'm not like, ooh, you're full of parts. And, like, I want to touch on those parts. Because I know that when people look at me, not to, you know, sound cocky, I know that's what people are saying. They're like, I want to, I want to fuck this Pixar mom looking ass into the sun. Whereas I'm looking at people and I'm like, this has been a spiritual experience. Thank you for showing me your vessel. Um, thank you for honoring mine. It's been real. Uh, so, yeah, I <laughs> I hope they bring the show back. I know it's my worst fear, but it also, I have been in a weird state of mind where I think I could do this because there was a point in time where I was planning on being a stand-up comedian. I still haven't let the dream die. I had like a half-baked set in my brain where I was just going to get naked on stage. I was going to do a whole bit where I would, oh, this is, this is horrible, <laughs> um, where I would like, I would start, I would walk out on stage fully clothed. I never, this never came to fruition. It doesn't even matter. I would walk out on stage fully clothed and I would do like, I would start with like doing jokes about my body, but not like, you know, like, you know, my my is so fit like nothing like that but just well maybe um but just kind of like oh my head y you know what reminds they reminds me of and then riffing on my head or like things they have to do with like heads minds thinking piercing stories because my ear piercing my initial ear piercing story is tragic but funny um hopefully um and then when i run out it's like oh i've got to take the head off okay what's next i'm wearing a tie funny neck stories and then as i eventually run out of things to riff on i'll just be completely naked and i'll be like okay cool thanks for thanks for coming uh if you hate what you see at least you're extending it towards me and not towards yourself it was like a weird i was i was having a mental breakdown i think at the time that i did i wrote it it was like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It was like, I was just like not doing well. And I was like, no, I am reclaiming my body. So I like wrote about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually, I'm okay with having, you know, not, my body is not me. It's fine. Um, yeah. But anyway, I think if I can get back into that state of mind, I could do dating naked and kind of fuck it up. Like I would just turn it into my own fucking comedy show. Like these people would be like rubbing on each other all naked then, like, uh, I believe uh, it was filmed in Panama? Yeah, so everyone's just in Panama. They're just rubbing on each other real naked. 
And then I'm, like, in the corner, just, like, doing, like, the flash dance, or uh, she's a maniac thing, but I'm, like, pulling the string, but I'm fully naked, I'm getting covered in, like, my tie, or whatever, and everyone's like, ew, sticky Mickey, and it's like, well, yeah, but at least it's not sex juices, am I right, you guys? And I'm not, um, and I would be booted off the island, but, you know, I'm sure Panama's close enough to Massachusetts where I could just, I could just swim back. It's not true. Um. I'd have to be so fucking drunk. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know. I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> but under, I, I guess all I'm saying is under extreme circumstances, I, I would go for it. Um, okay. Uh, let's see what else we got. Double shot at love sounds alcoholic. Oh, no. Oh, it's Tila to, to, Tequila? Okay, hold on. Wait, am I wrong about? I don't want to. I don't want to say anything terrible. Um, I don't want to say anything horrible. Oh, okay, she is a Nazi. Okay, yeah, I was just checking. I didn't want to be like, wait, isn't it the Nazi girl and like ruin her life? Um, oh, Miss Tequila, wrong, incorrect, terrible things. Um, you're gross. Oh, and she's a fleet earther. Great. <laughs> oh my god. Um, although, okay, this is terrible. Fleet earth dating show. I think the earth is round. Okay, just for, I know it's been everybody's burning question. Um, I would go on a fleet earth dating show. Absolutely, I would. I, because there's so many jokes you can make about things being fleet and about the earth being fleet and make it sexy. You know what I mean? Uh, I wear a binder. Um, I wish I was flea chested. Uh, <laughs> maybe if this podcast comes, uh, takes off, I can afford top surgery. Probably not. Probably actually not going to get top surgery, but I do still wear a binder. Um, and, uh, I, you know, cause, uh, I can, I can just see myself, you know, I, I would have to have at least three shots in me, but, you know, just sliding up to somebody that's kind of a self-taught scientist type and being like, you know, if you really like the Earth being flat, why don't you? I, I'm flatter. Come check it out. And you know they would have to. They would have to be into that. And if they're not, I would. I would completely understand. I'd be like, I mean, I can also. I can also make them round. I just. I got it. Uh, just me and the big. Just like, uh, just trying to like get it in my binder. But you know, whatever. It's television. Um, but there is no flat Earth or dating show. Uh, and there's no flat Earth or dating show. But Tila Tequila. His two television shows is a Nazi. I, okay, so that's, that's infuriating. Um, I might have to make a Flat Earther dating show. I'm not, I'm not excited about that, but at least I can keep my clothes on, right? Until someone does take me up and they're like, well, how fleeing are they? And I have to be like, listen, I, <laughs> I, I believe the earth is round. Also, I believe my chesticles are round. I just got maybe the earth's wearing shapewear. You never know. Okay, so uh, well, there's something called exposed. I uh, okay. I'm not reading it. I'm not reading it. I'm gonna guess they're naked. Who's naked in this show? Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so they're not naked. Uh, Jesus Christ, it's terrifying. Not. I mean, nudity is a terrifying concept for me, unless, of course, I am you know, feeling a little traumatized and feeling a little funny, as we discussed. 
Okay. Um, hmm. This is very 2007 of them. The premise of the show revolved around lie detection software. The initial dater and a friend introduce themselves, and the friend sits in an RV, and it redirects, in case you don't know what an RV is, uh, where they can monitor the date. RV dating show when? Anyway. Uh, the date consists of the, the initial date or simultaneously asking questions of two potential mates, followed by a few individual questions, each of them during the hot seat portion of the date. See, if the seat's going to be hot, it's good that they're wearing their clothes. Uh, everything said by the daters is run through a lie detection software, and through an earpiece, the friend in the RV tells the dater if what one says is a lie or a truth. Ugh. Ugh. I just don't like the idea of lie detectors. It's like, I have nothing to hide. Um, but I'm also, I'm not one to give a straight answer. <laughs> um, and I don't know... I don't know how, how well I would fare on this show because, like, but look at this. This is this is. I, we're already here for now. We're in. I'm kind of one to skirt around a topic. I, you know, it's something can be a yes or no, but it'll like trigger something in my brain where I'll be like, yes, this is but comedy. Um, and so I just, God, I would tank this fucking show. Um, also, if they did it in a tank, it would be terrifying. So I am glad it's an RV. Um, hmm, F-Boy Island! This sounds like it exists on Netflix. Uh, HBO Mix, I was close. Um, hosted by comedian Nikki Glaser, I vaguely know the name. The show centers on three female contestants and 24 male counterparts. Okay, wait, I'm sorry, in advance. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, yeah, okay, that's fine. You can do, you just, everybody gets eight. It's fine. It's an it's an apple, an eight apple. Everybody gets an eight apple. Or well, twenty seven of you date. I'm just saying. Um, blah 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 blah. Half of them are nice guys. Oh no. And the other half are f boys. Ooh. Okay. Um. Do they mean nice guys? Do they mean nice guys is genuinely guys who are nice, like people that identify as guys and are nice? Or do they mean nice guys is like, tips fedora to you, milady. Oh, you don't like me? I kind of like Elliot Roger. You know, like those kinds of nice guys where it's like, whoa, not nice, not nice, not nice. A guy, definitely, I affirm it for you, but not nice. Uh, I hope they don't, because <laughs> if it is what they mean... Um, that is the absolute worst dating show premise ever. It's like, oh, would, will you date this incel? Or incel waiting to blossom, even though they really shouldn't blossom. They should consider not doing it. I know, hot take, I'm sorry. Or will you date, uh, they, they say that the, the F-boys are kind of, like, players. They're kind of just like, I just enjoyed sexing. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of, oh, okay, uh... Apart from being entertainment creator, Elian Gale has stated that the show's alternative purpose is to try to see if people can change for the right person, with the playboys becoming better partners and the nice guys getting recognition for their personality. I don't know if you're going to change the world with the, with the reality dating game show. You know what I mean? And I know that's kind of the premise of everything that I'm saying here, where I'm like, I would become an international sensation because I have a funny take on love. Uh, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just, oh my god, I hope they're not in cells. God, I feel so bad for everybody on the show. Um, yeah, I, 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 jeez, I don't know. Uh, although, the F-Boys, is they're called, are called Lotharios, which is a male name given to, they came to suggest an, an unscrupulous seducer of women. That name kind of slips. It's kind of hardcore. I, 
you know, uh, if my parents had named me Lothario, it would have been wrong, but I, I would have, I would have loved it. If I ever do change my name again, maybe they won. Um, Forever Eden. Did they find Eden? I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that there's some religion that thinks that Eden is, like, pretty close to where I live. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it, it's not here. It, it snows too much here. I'm from Massachusetts, for people wondering. We are 32 minutes in. I know that some of you have been like, but is he Canadian or not? Not. I'm from Massachusetts. Sorry. Um, okay, Forever Eden, hosted by Ruth England. Oh, Eden is in England. Okay. Or should I say UK? I shouldn't say that. Uh, it was pulled after seven episodes, leaving 18 episodes unaired. Um, but it did really well in Israel. Cool. But what is it? Like, I, I don't know what it means. Okay, so unlike Paradise Hotel. Oh, yeah, spare me. God forbid, I don't know what Paradise Hotel is. The contestants could live in a resort not for weeks or months, but for years. Uh, it, I, it's like, it's the it's the expansiveness of, of it all that makes me feel kind of claustrophobic about it. Like, I don't want to live in the hotel for years. I don't want to fuck in a hotel for years. Bleh. But also, is it is there good is there good fruit at least? And can I talk to the snake? That's all I want to know. God would take my rib and kick me out. And it's okay, because, you know, whatever, man. I don't want these ribs anyway. Um, <laughs> Game of Clones. Okay. 2019. Uh, British. Um. Oh, no. Wait, what? Oh, my God. Are they? Wait. Okay. There's nothing on Wikipedia about this, but... I, so, cloning is real. Hi, welcome, uh, uh, Dolly the Sheep. She's probably still kicking somewhere, um, around there. Now, you know, wake me up when they clone Dolly Pardon, because we need more of her. Uh, but Dolly the Sheep, cool too. Uh, Game of Clones. I don't know if this is really about clones. Something tells me these people aren't clones. Uh, cause, oh my god, I went into, I, wow, okay. I like... How do I explain this good? I know a little bit too much about what people think cloning is. I don't know. I've been on some websites is what I'm trying to say. And what I'm saying is that if those websites are telling the truth, which, you know, mm -hmm, um, timeline doesn't match up because I don't think any of the clones would be of a, well, it is 2022. I'd have to, I'd have to look at the one up. Um, Okay. Oh my god. Okay, this is wild. The series brings together the network's most eligible reality show personalities, including DJ Paulie D, uh, and then a bunch of other people I don't know, and uh, gives them the opportunity to date seven clones of their celebrity crush. So Paulie, for example, chooses among seven look seven lookalikes of Megan Fox? There are seven of you with it? What does she look like? I just know that she's dating, um, uh, what's his face? Oh God, uh, Machine Gun K Kelly, not not the the Italian guy. The I mean, I don't. He could be. I, she's beautiful. Um, uh, I don't know if there are seven people in this world that look like her, but also if her type is Machine Gun Kelly, uh, maybe it's best that uh, Paulie D doesn't date her. 
he deserves better. Everyone deserves everyone deserves better than Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, considering, I'm pretty sure he said something horrible about uh, one of the Kardashians when they were underage. Uh, unless, uh, oh my God, you know what? Honestly, though, unless it was the guy from the Mafia, and in which case, I do apologize to current Machine Gun Kelly, and shame on you, old Machine Gun Kelly, uh, for sexualizing the Kardashians while they were underage. Um, but I don't know if that's true. But uh, anyway. So, gay, straight, or taken? <laughs> okay, this is Australian. Um, the female contestant goes on a, a group date at a spa resort with three men. Shortly after meeting the men, the contestant receives a cell phone call from the woman who advises her that one of the three men is her boy. Hmm. That advises her that one of the three men is her boyfriend. You'd think you wouldn't need a friend to tell you that, but it's, you know, whatever. Moments later, she receives a second call from a man informing her that the, the the other of the another of the men is his boyfriend. Oh, oh, okay, wait, I misunderstood. So goes on a date. She's in a spa. Three men. She gets a call from somebody, and the woman's like, "Hey, that's my boyfriend." And she probably, I mean, she's Australian, so she probably goes, "Oh no, um, <laughs> that's my Australian voice." Um, and then she gets another call from one of the the men, and he's like, "Hey, that's my boyfriend." And she's like, oh, no, because she's still Australian. Um, and I can't, still can't figure out how their voices work. And so now she has to figure out who's dating the woman, who's dating the man, and who is straight and available. Um, oh, I, I don't know about this one. This probably did severely devolve into stereotypes. Um, that being said, I want to I be on it so bad. I want to be on it so bad because, <laughs> I mean, it, it's no longer airing. It was canceled in 2007, it looks like. Uh, but I want to be on it because um, I not only am I not straight, I'm also not taken. So they, they would narrow it down to me and they'd be like, single? And I'd be like, yeah, but not looking. I just flipped off a camera that's not running. So there we go. Um I want to date a race car driver. Oh, is that guy from Primus hitting a rough pitch? Is he okay? Um, is Primus just a person? I never looked into that. I I don't know. Uh, reality television show on Speed Channel. Hell fucking yeah, it is. Got to go face Kachow. Uh, hosted by Scott Lansky. Lasky, sorry. Um, Scott Lasick, the former, was uh, similar to ABC's The Bachelor. Oh my God, it's The Bachelor, but NASCAR. Okay, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know about this one. It, it <laughs> so I guess it was bad, uh, because it was canceled. Um, I, I, uh, honestly, I do want to say I think it was very brave of Speed Channel, ka-chow, um, to try to do a love thing. Um, I think, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be awful. I think it was brave of them to do a love thing and to ease people into it instead of going full titane with it. You know what I mean? Like, there's the objective sexuality thing. There's, you know, the, the people that fall in love with their cars. I think it's cool that we're easing people into, we're like, cars? Love with cars in the background. Okay, guys, ratings are plummeting. Uh, who here fucks their car? You? And it, it probably is the guy from Primus just being like, I mean... Yeah, Jerry was a race car driver, but he rejected me, so, but his car was still single, so, you yeah, know, whatever. And you know what, if it's anthropomorphized, it was wrong, um, like, uh, Lightning McQueen, then it's fine. Uh, and I, you know, I think it, it's a controversial thing to say, I don't give a shit, um, 
I think I'm allowed to say that, because if I was a car, I would be Mater from the movie. I don't know if any of you have seen my teeth. Yeah, I, it's Mater up in up in, up in this this grill, um, uh, you know, in a, in a carrier sense. Um, and I got a lot of junk in the trunk, which, you know, fits with um, um, tow trucks. Cool. It takes a church. Uh-oh. Where are they taking it? I didn't know you could pick those up and move. Uh, this show travels to multiple churches across the country looking for single members of congregations looking for a partner. Oh, oh, sponsored by Christian Mingle. Wait, this aired, this aired recently? 2015. Holy shit. Okay. Um, you know what? Good for them. I, you know, I, I'm not a religious person i but you know wherever you find love you find love i think it's chill um i you know still not clear on where the church physically itself is going i think the idea of a mobile church is a little bit scary it's like the pope mobile but larger um also a character in the cares universe but it's neither here nor there um capped oh <laughs> i don't like it i don't like the name it's scary kept uh um it's giving me very i know who killed me vibes i feel like Lindsay lohan was kept in the guy's basement i could be remembering that wrong or uh, something with like not silent something it's not silence of the lambs it's like there's definitely some movie where somebody's kept by another person and it's like unkeep the person maybe uh not human centipede but i wouldn't be surprised if they was on this list um Kept is a reality television series that's centered on Jerry Hall, model and ex-wife to Mick Jagger, uh, searching for a kept man. I don't know what that means. Uh, hopefully he hates the moves, though. Oh, a gigolo is a male escort or social companion who is supported by a person in a continuing relationship. So is it, is it what a kept man is? Is it why, uh, it is, I, I need to understand what this is saying. Okay, so it's something to do with sex work. Um, I mean, as long as everyone's down, cool for them. I really don't know what this is. Um, I just think that they, they chose a provocative name and they just went for it. Uh, so cool, good for them. It's also, it was aired in the UK and it was considered controversial then or, or there. So I don't know, something tells me this is just like British shit and I'm just not going to understand any of it. Wait. Mick Jagger was British, right? English. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, this is probably just something about, like, the dating culture of the UK that I'm never going to understand to somebody that's um, not, you know, some, I don't even date in the US. I'm sure over there they have a dating show that's just straight up called Cunt, uh, and everyone's like, they might be more Australian, but, you know, but and everyone's like, oh, you seen Cunt? Yeah, it was a real banger of an episode there. Yeah, I I can do a British accent. I guess I'm just choosing not to. Um, cool, cool. Ooh. Okay, labor of love. I'm not looking at it. Prediction. Someone's pregnant. Okay, let's see what we got. Uh oh oh, I was kind of right. Labor of love is an American gaming uh gaming date show. Gaming gay dating show. Gay dating game show. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Labor of Love is an American dating game show there on Fox, blah, 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 Sex in the City, Actress, never seen it. Um, I don't live in the city, and I don't like sex. Over eight episodes, 15 men participated in challenging and dates that tested their parenting and personal skills. I'm 
I'm gonna say people people are describing why it was uh, considered bizarre and kind of making competition out of parenting, and I, I understand those critiques. But also, if they didn't do the thing where they strafe the belly onto the men and they force them to like feel labor pains, um, disappointing. You know what I mean? Um, I that's the only that's the only thing that I can think of them doing. I really don't understand what any other challenge having to do with. I, and parenting is a challenge. I'm not gonna do it. I don't want that. Uh, I just don't understand how you turn the challenges of parenting into a gating a, a gating fucking hell a dating game show format. You know what I mean? Like I was a difficult kid, depending on who you asked and depending on why. Um, I just, and maybe it's because, like, I, you know, was coming from a place of, like, darker impulses. Not, I'm not dangerous, but, uh, <laughs> than most other kids, right? So, I, there's really no, so I'm drawing from my own experience where it's like, I don't really think you can dating game a show, a dating game, a da dating game show if I did. Like, I'm just trying to think about, like, what, how do you turn, like, I, it's just like a group of men, and it's like you just found out your team's your team's been self harming. Who can make them stop in the most deistic way? Like I don't know. How do you turn parenting into a game? Right? I don't get it. I, I but yeah, they they just really hit to like they hit to do the 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 pregnancy simulator thing, or or else I don't care. <laughs> um, and then the person they won dating dated the winner. Um, and then pursued in vitro fertilization. So, you, you go. Good for you. Uh, nothing but love and support. Love, Cruise. Okay. Prediction. Tom Cruise. Is this a Scientologist? Is he a Scientologist? I always fuck him up with somebody else. Somebody, some, it's, it's him or it's the, the guy from Elf. Somebody somewhere is a Scientologist. Um... Love Cruise show featured 16 singles. Oh, it, they're physically on a boat. It's not Tom Cruise. Okay. Uh, eight men, eight women. Yep. Competing for a big money prize. The original premiere date of the show was... Oh, no. The original premiere date of the show was 9-11, 9-11. Like, the big one. Uh, but then it was delayed. And it's the most... It's all that it says. On Wikipedia, which makes me think that the fact that it was supposed to premiere on 9-11 was literally more than anything that happened in the show. Nothing in the show was of note. It's just bid, bid day. Let's let's postpone this nothing show. Uh, good call. Probably a terrible show. Um, okay. Love Island. I've heard so much about this. I, I literally don't know what it is. I don't think I can sit through it. Is this the bisexual one? I don't know. Um, for people that don't know, I'm bi. Uh, I just don't really want to be on an island about it. But you know, if it's you know if it's biphobic of me, let me know, and I'm not gonna improve. But you know, we'll think about it. It'll haunt me. <laughs> if you guys you know find a way to comment on this, and you're like, yeah, it's actually kind of biphobic of you that you don't want to be on an island with you know the intent of like fucking people in the sunshine. It just I don't I don't know I don't know what the show is about. Oh, I'll think about it as I go to sleep at night. Like, I'll feel bad about it for a little while. I just, I, whatever people want to do, do it. And whatever the game show is, as long as it's cool, go for it. I just prefer to be by in the comfort of my room alone. But, yeah, whatever. Um, Love Island. Stylized this Love Island uh, in a way that doesn't translate to podcasting. It's all in lowercase. 
They're very E.E. Cummings about this. Um, it was British. Then it wasn't. It was hosted by Ariel Vandenberg. Then it wasn't. It was renewed for a second season. Then it wasn't. But what is it? Love Island involves a group of contestants referred to as Islanders living in isolation. Oh, that's sad. Uh, from the outside world in a villa. Oh, constantly under vi video surveillance. Ooh. Okay, so the, the, the villa thing is starting to make sense because there is the TikTok audio where they're like, a hot new bombshell has entered the villa. Okay, this is the villa. The, the bombshells have entered. What happens once they do that? To survive in the villa, it's scary. The islanders must be coupled up for another with another islander. Sorry, whether it be for love, friendship, or survival is the overall winning couple receives big money. On the first day, I can't read numbers. <laughs> on the first day, the Islanders couple up for the first time based on first impressions, but are over the duration of the series, they're forced to recouple where they can choose or be chosen to remain in their current couple or swap or change. Oh, any Islander who remains single after the coupling is eliminated and dumped from the island. Okay, see, so this is kind of why I wanted to make this specific, this premise specifically is kind of why I wanted to make this, uh, this episode of the podcast specifically because, and I know that I'm not the only one that thinks the slut because I've seen, and I couldn't find it for the life of me, but I know it's out there. I have seen a text post from someone on Tumblr who is asexual and they, it's like a comedy text post where they're like, I think I could definitely win a dating show. Like if the whole thing is like, don't, fuck the other person which i think is actually a different one than love island but for some reason it rang up as love island in my mind because i'm uneducated on this um then it's like yeah i would just skate through yeah i'd just be like okay cool didn't didn't fall in love didn't didn't uh didn't fuck up didn't get distracted win all the money and i'm like yeah yeah i could do that because i've had that thought too like i've seen people watching dating shows and i'm like this is so fucking like needlessly complicated you know what i mean like um uh, I was working somewhere, I was helping somebody, and, uh, you know, I, I look over and they're just watching, like, uh, Married at First Sight, which I'm sure is somewhere on this list, and it's, it, uh, whatever it, the, the premise of the is, is probably gonna piss me off. Uh, um, and it, it was just, like, I can't remember what the context of it was, but it was just, like, two people, uh, I was just kind of, I was just kind of, like, you know, I'm a caretaker for people that don't know. Um, and so I was, I was just, like, doing caretaking duties, look up at the TV, it's just, like, two people arguing. Because it's like they just got married and one of the guys lied. One of the people lied about being a yoga instructor. And then the, the lady was like, dude, why? And it's like, yeah, dude, why? Because if I was on a dating show, I would quite simply not lie about being a yoga instructor. Like, I don't understand how people get bogged down in these issues and their attraction to other people. It's like, there's money. You just sit on a beach for money. You just pretend to marry somebody for money. And then done you a little peck on the cheek and be like it's been cool it's been real maybe i love you maybe i don't but i don't know maybe i'm a cynic i don't think i am but uh i might be <laughs> maybe there's something deeply broken inside me i know that's true but um i kind of also love island is the reason why they, it turns out i probably couldn't win a dating show because the point of it is to be coupled so there's no cheat code there's no way that i could skate through it as somebody that's like completely repulsed by actual tangible romance like uh there's no way i could be like and it's like the big dating show of the time right now i guess um and uh it's just kind of like I, there's no way to skate through it <laughs> you know what i mean like if you if you can't find love they say bye bye and your vacation is over and you have to go home and so yeah i don't know 
There, there's no way to hack the system on the one, unless there is, in which case I will do it. I think if I just show up on the island, if I just kind of like, if the camera pans over and it's just like me, like struggling to play golf, I don't know what a golf, I'm assuming people do that on islands, I don't fucking know, I don't think I've been to an island, I went to, I went to Nantucket, uh, all I remember is my little sister got seasick and she hurled all over me, um, because you have to take a boat there, so, well, I'm not gonna do that, that would get me booted off of Love Island for sure, uh, if I could even get on, because they'd be like, this guy just wants to cheat, and it's like, hell yeah, I do, I want money, um, Love is Blind. Okay, uh, this one I've heard about. Uh, for people that don't know, which includes me, let's read the format. Uh, the series follows 15 men and 15 women, all from the same metropolitan area, hoping to find love. Oh, okay, I didn't realize they were all from the same place. It's pretty cool. Uh, for 10 days, the me- unless it's not cool. <laughs> unless it's like, you're just like going through the people and you're like, shit, I recognize that voice. Hey, do you remember me from that bar where I said that embarrassing thing? You do. Okay, love isn't blind. We've seen each other before. You know what a train wreck I am. Um, but for 10 days, the men and the women, uh, date each other in purpose-built pods. It's horrifying. It's, I don't like that. Are they, like, icky? Like, are they sticky on the inside? Uh, is it like that movie where, oh, fuck, what's the name of that movie? And it's old, and it's famous, and then, like, you look at the person, and they become, like, a, a lifeless pod in front of you. I don't know, it's from, like, the 60s. So the practical effects were really cool. Uh, not cool enough for me to remember the title, though. So, you know, God bless, uh, where they talk to each other through a speaker but not see each other. They're initially paid in a, spe- a parrots, sorry, a speed dating format, but later can choose to have longer dates, and they may extend to a marriage proposal. That makes me physically ill. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've heard about the show, because there was a guy named Shake that was a, 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 big, a big old dingus uh, about the whole thing. Um... Then it's all I know. I've just seen people react to that specifically. Um, I don't like this. This this one. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's not even the pods thing. Like I. I think I've seen the pods honestly in like YouTube reviews and like eh, it's pretty swanky. I would live in one. Um, but uh, it's just the marriage proposal because it's like I feel like I wouldn't feel trapped in the pod until I hear a voice coming through the other side. And then I'd be like, ah, I was chilling. What are you doing? And then it's like, you're on TV, so you can't, unless you're shake, you can't chill so hard that you allow yourself to be the villain. So if somebody on the other side of the pod does propose to you, that's when I'm going to start feeling trapped. You know what I mean? He's like, this place was great. I hate a couch. Now someone's extending love to me. That makes me feel gross, but there's cameras here, so I can't say no. So I love you back, babe. What theme were you thinking for the wedding? Um, ugh, I just, I hate it. I hate it. I, I, and I know, I know that I literally just was like, well, why don't people talk to each other on these shows? And now here I go saying, if someone proposed marriage to me, uh, just blindly, I'd be like, ah, fine. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Sounds good. Do you want me in a dress or in a suit? I can promise you I don't look good. Should we just do it naked? Love is naked. Isn't it the name of that other show we just saw? Um... Yeah. Oh, I hate that so fucking much. Uh, bleh. Uh, I think this is actually the show that I tried watching, and I was just like, I cannot do this. I really need this to not, this thought to not exist anywhere near me. It just makes me feel, like, trapped. Like, I just, ugh. And I feel, I'm not even in it. I'm watching in the comfort of my apartment. Like, I, you know, I don't have the most space, but it's more than a pod. There's hopefully no one proposing to me on the other side of these walls, so, um... 
I'm never going to get a Ouija board for the specific reason. If a ghost proposed to me, I would feel really bad. I'd be like, oh, I know, and you're, you know, you got a lot going on, you're dead. And it's like, I, I would say I look a little dead when you see me IRL. The way that I ring my eyes doesn't help. Um, so I would understand the confusion. But, um, <laughs> bleh. Okay. Uh, married your first night. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, I should use the Danish title. Uh, I've, hmm. Gift Ved Forced Bilk. No way that it was wrong. Um, I've been trying to learn Dutch on Duolingo. I have no intention of using it. It's just that, like, so Dutch is allegedly the easiest spoken language for people that speak English is the first language to jump to. Um, so I figured, so, like, for me, because of the way that, you know, my childhood was and, like, shit, um, I, I can pick up sign, like, languages like that. Like, anything, like, going from spoken English to signed English, perfect. I can pick up new words. I won't forget them, probably. Um, it's just, I, but it's, it's, like, spoken word to spoken word different language is really tripping me up. Uh, so I figured if I primed my brain, like, I sucked so hard at Spanish, I had to transfer to French. I sucked so hard at French, I almost failed out of college. It was a whole big thing. Um, but, like, yeah, I, and then I transferred anyway, and then it was like, why did I even do that? I transferred, and then also, sign language was considered a accredited course by the time I transferred. It's like, why did I just do all day French and, you know, risk my my entire academic career? Who's to say? Um, but, yeah, so I can't, so I figured I could prime my brain and be like, okay, English to language that is allegedly very similar to English. And then from there, my brain will have the neural connections of like, oh, okay, you can learn a language that's like, instead of spoken to signed or signed to spoken, spoken to spoken. Um, I, I couldn't, I can't, I can't hack it. I just, I think I, I know the word apple and it's apple with an F in it. And, uh, they, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm signing apple, but you can't see it. So, uh oh. Anyway, um, so Married at First Sight is based on a Danish series. I'm just gonna assume it's a lot more pleasant over there. I feel like they have, like, waffles. You know what I mean? And, like, the windmills are nice. Those are in those, even if you can't see them right where it is, like, you know they're somewhere that's calming. Um, let's see. Oh, somebody called a clinical sexologist. Does it? All right. Okay. Yeah, basically, I don't even really need to read this one. So basically, people get married at first sight. They they fall in love. Boom. Um, and then they're like, uh, okay, well, this is it. Anything you want to tell me? And then it's always something. And I just, uh, it's kind of the same idea of Love is Blind, where, like, the fact that I, I wouldn't be able to hack it from the inside just makes me so, especially in, uh, ooh, ooh, I hate this one. Uh, it, it makes me feel like boxed in, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, um, the only way to play this one, the only one to, to game the system, the only way to game the system would be actual vulnerability with a person that I've just literally married on the spot. All of our family and friends are there. And then, you know, we're in bed later that night and they're like, consummate it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. I have a pretty unique voice. I'm just doing this for exposure. And they're like, what? And they have to be like, yeah, I don't fuck. I'm fucked up, 
but I don't like I your parts and my parts are never gonna see each other or touch each other. I'm sorry. Husband? <laughs> um so oh my god. Yeah, so because there's no way that I could destroy this and get money from the inside, I bleh, I just the Blackston, don't like it. Not a big fan. I you could probably get divorced, you know, divorced it, you know, second sight, but it's kinda like I just Oh, and then I also because it's people genuinely trying. All of these are people genuinely trying to find love. It's just some of these are like scummy, and I don't feel bad about like if I were to go on them and destroy them. I don't feel bad going saying that I could destroy some of these shows from the inside. But I feel like anyone that's like trying to get married at first sight, they're like, you know, it's it, it is a really beautiful thing to to fall in love with somebody at first sight, and like. I don't know. I it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing, but the, well, the, also the idea of it. I'm kind of like, oh man, Ugh, keep it away from me. Um, oh no, oh no. Okay, it's something called Mitch Made in Heaven. Okay. Um, um, uh, let's see. I, I okay. I know about Mormon marriages. Okay, I'm not a Mormon, and I'm not saying all Mormons do this, but I know that people in the sky can get married in Mormon, uh, under, okay, I'm, there's definitely something I'm trying to say here. Okay, it's like Mormon space marriage. I, if you're a Mormon, I'm already, I'm already insulting Mormons, I can't, uh, yeah, if I type Mormon space Jesus, no, 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 space marriage. Um, I swear, because I was, like, super into Mormonism for celestial marriage. I'm not wrong. I was, like, super into Mormonism for, like, a day. Because my friend in high school, her favorite musical was Book of Mormon. And I was like, oh, I don't know too much about it. I'm not really a musical guy. But, like, what are the Mormons? And, oh, my God, there was a period of time where I genuinely thought that I was going to, without sight unseen, without having literally any idea what Book of Mormon is about, I was like, I remember there was one Easter. So my family's Greek Orthodox. I am not, uh, <laughs> objectively. And uh, there was just one Easter where I was just sitting in, um, like, the pews. They do the the Easter, the Pesca services in Greek Orthodoxy. You're there at midnight. The whole place goes dark. And then you light a candle one by one. Somebody always fucking faints because they hold the candle too close to their face. I don't know if it's a Greek thing or just a human thing. I'm going to say it's a Greek thing. We're fucked up. Um, and it's like, and we have to call the ambulance for the person, but basically it's like the whole place goes dark. We go, oh, we're in the tomb, but we say it in Greek and then we light the candles and we go, oh, we're out of the tomb and it's at midnight, right? And it's the most longest, boring fucking service if you don't speak the language and you don't really vibe with the religion. And it's just a lot of standing and a dress that I necessarily wouldn't pick out for myself and being like, I wish I was back at home watching Heather's, um, <laughs> the movie, not the television show. Um, but yeah, so I remember one, one night I was definitely standing there one Easter and I was like, oh, I, I could musicalify this because it is a very music based religion. You know, it's all the Byzantine, like, like whatever, like Christos and I, that's as far as I learned. Um, yeah, but you know, I was like, I'm going to write the next book of Mormon fully. The only thing I know about Mormonism is the celestial marriage. So in the LDS church today. Both men and women may enter a celestial marriage with with only one living partner at a time. And what is a celestial marriage? It's a doctrine that marriage can last forever in heaven. Basically, this will goes back to say, uh, and I don't mean to malign, you know, the Mormons, but I know that they mean to malign me for the most part, and it's, you know, fine. Um, 
I'm going to guess this is a Mormon celestial marriage dating game show. Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, okay. No, it's not. Um, it kind of doesn't, uh, it doesn't really show much about it. It only ran for two seasons. It's, it says it's kind of the idea of the bachelor, uh, but instead of a rose, the women are sent text messages. So I don't know if it's kind of something about like, um, the text messages are supposed to be messages from heaven, like it's a symbolic thing. I, I mean, I think it's cool. It's definitely, it's definitely not the worst one I've seen on this list so far. Um, oh, oh, wait a second. Okay, hold on. Uh, so basically, format I should read this reality show features an African American male and searchable wife, Ayla the Bachelor on ABC. Instead of a rose, the women are sent text messages asking them to stay, leave, or meet Sean. His name is Sean. Uh, at the bridge for further uh, discussion of their plight. In season one, 24 women competed for Bachelor Sean uh, Bullard, a successful businessman with the help of pastor Ken Johnson. The women competed in challenges to win dates with him, while the other women were tempted to interfere with the date. Date's kind of fun. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I hope they go full Looney Tunes with it. I want people to find love, but I also, you know... It's good television to which somebody go home alone with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, just, I, I don't, I don't know how I would interfere with the date, you know, like cartoony, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I love you. This has been really great to know. What the fuck was it? And it's just bang, just like a piano. Somebody's dropped a piano from not on them, but like outside the restaurant. And then they're like, wow, it's really difficult to get back to our date because, uh, Someone just full-on cartoon style dropped a piano outside of a restaurant. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just hope everybody found love. That's that's all I care about. Um. Uh. Oh God. All of these look so fucking bad. Um. Uh. Oh man. So. Yeah, it's just, oh, God, these are all the worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I'm just, like, uh, I'm just, I don't know, some of these I'm, like, I don't even think I'm smart enough to, uh, to spoof any of these. Some of these are just, fuck. <laughs> um, oh, okay, my crazy ex, it can only end well. Uh, My Crazy X is an American reality storytelling television series on the Lifetime Movie Network. <laughs> Duh. This show tells the true stories of people who imagine themselves lucky in love, but their relationships eventually... Oh, it's not a game show. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was I was kind of worried this was going to be a game show. Um, I also, you know, I think it's probably a little... I don't know. It, it, I, I, this could go, this could go a few different ways. Um, oh my God. Oh no. Okay. Ugh. Okay. So yeah. Um, some of it, it seems like it's people genuinely like, um, escaping, uh, like abusive situations and more power to them. I think no, first of all, if it hurts, and you don't want it to hurt, it's not love. I I know the BDSM community, they're like, sometimes pain is love, and it's like, okay, it's fine, whatever. But, like, if it, you know, if it makes you feel really gross, or it really, really hurts, it's not love. 
uh and people deserve to not have to deal with it you know like fuck anyone that like abuses others it's fucked um what the fuck oh my god this is horrifying okay so wait is lifetime movie network is it like owned by is it is it a true crime network because it seems like someone's getting fucking so for episode one somebody breaks up with somebody and then uh he is her falsely arrested for armed robbery and let me just say i've been there not that specifically but if you know me from tiktok you probably know that i almost went to jail once because somebody got upset that my ace was too big for them that they didn't have a bbl but i look like i do so holy shit i could be on this show uh that's scary all right, let's see what else we got going on here. Ooh, the pickup artist. Okay. Deep down, I want this so badly to be something about the disaster artist. And I know it's not because it's not. But I definitely want this to be something about, like, helping Tommy Wiseau find love. And I know it's not because it's not. But I it, it, I would like it to be. Um. Okay. Hosted by pickup artist Mystery, Eric Von Markovic. And his, uh, his wings, J-Dog, oh man, James Mutador, and Tara Ferguson. These are all names I don't know. Uh, but, you know, there's something about the art of the pickup. Ugh, bleh, they hate it. They absolutely hate it. Not a big fan. Uh, ooh, look at that guy's spicy hit. I can't show you guys. Uh, oh my god. He's got, like, a fuzzy, fuzzy hit on. This is a lot. I, wow, okay, I'm good for them. They all, wow, holy shit, this guy's not even wearing a collar, but he's got a tie on. Basically, it's just a bunch of people, uh, uh, I pick up artists, skeeve me out, I don't know what it is, it's something about, like, well, it's something about all of it, okay, <laughs> uh, let's be honest, it's, it's just kind of like, why? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, don't come at me. I don't care about your science. I don't care about the, the spin, the scales that you've allegedly honed. Like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't mean to malign anybody's art. You know, I'm a failed artist, obviously. I used to work in a fine arts museum. That being said, we never hid an exhibit on pickup artists. So it's kind of like it's not a real art. And it's just kind of scary and weird. Uh, because it's like, nobody, I don't want to say nobody wants to be picked up, but it's kind of like, leave people alone. Like, I'm just at the target, you know, you don't have to come up to me and be like, I can hypnotize you into love. And it's like, okay, can you hypnotize me into, be, into being a better couponer? Because I don't want to spend all this money. But, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> the Rock of Love, we already talked about it. Uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> Speaking of science of love. Uh, I feel like this one, <laughs> here we go. I feel like this one should definitely, uh, 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 do a crossover with, um, uh, what is it? Blinded by love? Love is blind. So they could be like, she blinded me with the science of love. She blinded me with science. Boop, boop, boop. She blinded me with science. I used to listen to this song unironically. And I still do. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Yucky. Um. Okay, I don't even really. It was a, it was a one-hour television special uh, that explored whether science could offer a method of achieving love and pitted experimental methods against a more instinctual approach. 
I just, I don't want to, I don't want to know what love science means. I don't want to, yeah, I feel like there's body fluids that I don't want to touch. I don't want to know about it and I don't want harvested from me, um, involved in it. So it's fine. Keep that away. Uh, there are two shows by Tila Tequila, who we already have been over, is a Nancy. Um, so that's fucked up. Socks appeal. Okay. I'm gonna, I, <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. I don't know. I've definitely mentioned it before. I know none of you believe me, but the more I say it, the more you have to believe me, right? Because why would somebody lie about being from Massachusetts? I don't want to be from here. Um, I, it's This is going to have to do with the Red Sox. And if not the Red Sox, it's going to be even sadder, and it's going to have to do with the White Sox. Okay. It is a Red Sox-themed dating game show that follows a man or woman during three two-inning-long blind dates. That Oh, my God. This is the worst thing ever. They take place over the course of a Red Sox game. During the seventh inning stretch, whatever that means, I'm gay. I don't need to know what that means. The The fan chooses the date that they want to ch- continue dating. The date, however, cannot choose, can can choose not to continue to date. Okay. Yee. Okay. Date. Oh, they playlist is going to end up being another one of these podcasts, I can tell. Um, okay, um, yuck. Yuck. And also, I know that I did, I just don't like sports, okay? Uh, to be fair. So, I'm I'm happy that these people found love. But also, you know how I made the joke earlier in the episode about, like, a Massachusetts-themed dating, dating show? I don't know why I can't say dating show. Dating game show. This is it. This is just a bunch of ladies in their, you know, like... David Ortiz, you know, little, you know, women's cut jerseys and whatever. And they're like, I, after this, we'll go down to the, the lands down and like smoking a, I don't fucking know. Um, I, I just, I'm happy everyone found love. I'm happy all these MILFs and DILFs with their, their, their love of baseball helped them to smash balls. I don't care. I don't know how sports work. Um, good for them. I just, uh, Massachusetts, really? Okay. I, whatever, um, strange love, strange highs and strange lows, I need this to be a Depeche Mode themed dating show that I would absolutely go on, they would be the only game show that doesn't absolutely suck ace if it's just a bunch of people that like Depeche Mode, just, oh my god, goth club dating show, hell fucking yeah, I would be booted off because I historically am terrible in a club environment, I can't hear uh, the minute I get in there, it's just, it's like, you got a sign to me. I've got nothing going on up there. It's just, well, the noise just whoop, blends together. And I'm just like, it's just me yelling at other club people. I'm hard of hearing. What are you saying? And they're like, you stepped on my foot. And I'm like, oh yeah, I even tried the food. I'm sure it's great. Um, so yeah, I would be booted off of a goth club themed game, dating game show, just because they'd be like, no one wants to talk to you. You're you're stomping your demonias all over everybody's feet. It's ruining everybody's good time. Somebody's like taking off their corset just to beat me with it. That's hot. I think that would be fine. I okay. So you know when that rolls around, uh, when it's uh when it's love in the dark or whatever, you know everybody when you fuck you have to do it in a coffin, whatever. You know, call me up. I'm out here. Yeah, you know, if you if you need a bubble goth for it, and Curly's not available, I'll do it. Uh, cool. So, strange love, strange highs and strange lows. That's how my love goes. Is an American reality television series featuring people I don't know. Oh, Bridget, ne- Bridget Nielsen. 
is not a Disney Channel star. I don't know who the fuck I thought they was. And Flavor Flav. Okay, they personally know. VH1. Um, something spinoff of The Surreal Life, which I'm just going to guess not about the art movement. Uh, oh, no. Okay, so featured on these two people. Um, and, but due to mutual jealousy, the couple was constantly fighting and yelling. Okay. Why'd you make that a show? Okay, so, I don't know. I think people, um, people need, to, people are still, like, anti-divorce, you know what I mean? And it's, like, that trapes a lot of people and, like, ruins a lot of people's lives, right? Like, the people are, like, I can't get divorced because God will hate me and, like, whatever. But it's, like, you deserve a divorce, you know what I mean? Like, nobody deserves that heartache. Nobody deserves, like, I know that it's a painful thing to go through. I mean, I've, I ain't never done it, but I've heard about it i've heard of divorce but it's like i don't know i just feel like you know i believe in reincarnation but we only get one time around is this person that we are specifically explicitly right now you know what i mean so it's kind of like i don't know you you deserve love you deserve to be happy and if if you get hitched to somebody that's kind of like not going good then you deserve a, a redo you deserve to not be forced to put up with it no more so i think it is a good idea to to destigmatize divorce, obviously. And this was 2005, so you know things were definitely more strictured about this back then, uh, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know if did these people want their messy divorce on a dating game show? Like, I don't. As long as they feel good about it, then it's not exploitative. But if they, you know, I'm sure there's probably aspects of it that they're like, it's kind of weird that you guys aired. I, I would feel weird about it, but if they don't, then I think they, you know, more power to them for showing the side of the relationship and the side of how relationships end. And, uh, yeah, I just hope everyone's doing good. Um, cool, cool. Uh, take me out. I say, don't you know? You say you don't know. George Lopez is in it. Uh, okay. Uh, British show of the same name. Redirect. Oh, 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 no. So the British show of the same name was hosted by a comedian named Paddy McGuinness. I am surprised this person is not Irish. I don't know if... No, he is. Okay, cool. So uh, scrape that. There's the most Irish name I've ever heard. If you hear creaking, I'm sitting on my mattress, by the way. I, you know, I'm not a big table person. So I'm just kind of... I'm just kind of vibing. Uh, a dating game show... Oh, I got it right there time. Hosted by a comedian is one of the most <laughs> vile things I've ever heard. And it's not that we don't deserve love. It's just that we shouldn't be anywhere near it. But that's fine. Whatever. Uh, you know, love all around. Good for them. Uh, the objective of the show was for a single man to obtain a date with one of 30 single women. Ugh, obtain. Okay, it's a strange word. Uh, the women stood on a stage. Uh, they're British. And there were 30 white lights, each of them a button in front of them. A single, hmm, a single man was then brought down to the stage by the love lift. It sounds sexy. And uh, tried to persuade the women to agree to be his date in a series of rounds, playing a pre-recorded video discussing his background, displaying a skill, or uh, playing another video in which the man's friends and family oh, reveal more about his virtues and philosophy. I don't know if I can do this. I, it's, some, it's something about the, the humiliating experience of being known. Ah, it weirds me out. Um, 
uh, yeah, it's cool that they hit a Celine Dion song on the show. Yeah, I'm gay. I liked it. Um, but holy shit, no, I don't want, I don't want, in front of us, an Irish stand-up comedian, I say to somebody that's a little bit Irish, I don't want my friends and family on video telling people, yeah, I mean, he's, I don't know, he's into, like, whatever like i don't want ugh, just like describing like my spiritual beliefs or like my beliefs about like the universe or whatever to like some hot chick that's like he kind of is a dumpy little idiot isn't he i don't i don't want that i don't want that because <laughs> when the irish comedian is going to be like throwing jokes at me and i'm going to be like i oh man i need i need to be drunk to understand your accent i'm sorry okay and i know it's the same for me so it's just going to be me and another comedian with completely just impossible to understand it, it, it sounds riffing at each other, not saying anything that tricks because nobody knows what the other one is saying. It's just a bunch of hot chicks just being like, yeah, I don't know why his mom just explained like, you know, his thoughts on paganism to me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Ugh, hate it. Hate it. Can't hate it from the inside. Don't like it. It's a big one. Temptation Island. Okay. This one I think I've heard of uh history don't care series overview ah oh, christ on a bike why is there so much series overview fine fine i don't care we'll read it this is just the one where they can't touch right uh google temptation shut the hell and fuck up there we go temptation island okay okay temptation island is an american reality dating <laughs> nah, shut up a uh, dating show in which several couples agree to live in a, with a group of singles of the opposite sex in order to test the strength of their relationships. Uh, bleh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, it's another one of those things where it's like, you don't have to do a game show for this. You know what I mean? Like you could just, and I know that that makes it fun. And I don't doubt that there are some people that are fully getting their rocks off with the fake that it's on a game show. I, whatever. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like, talk to them. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go to Maui. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, babe, do you ever think about being with somebody else? Yeah, sometimes. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. Have you heard of polyamory? It's a pretty big word for me, but I'd be willing to try it. It's simple. I don't know. And because everybody gets their feelings hurt, and everybody's drunk, and everybody's, you know, in their bikinis with their navel rings out, and, you know, well, everyone's flexing their muscles in the sun. And it's like, but well, we could have just talked. We could have had a nice talk. You could have, you know... I'll, you know, I'll give you a six-pack of beer. We could have just had a nice... I don't fucking care. Okay, bleh. The X effect. I want it to be about um, the, the X-Files, but I can't find anything on it. It doesn't redirect to anything. So, or about special effects. It would be cool. Something tells me it's not. It's from 2006? Okay. This is from IMDb. Ex-boyfriend and girlfriend uh, take their new boyfriend girlfriend on a weekend getaway, knowing that their ex will be there, but end up staying the weekend with their exes while their actual date is in another apartment building, watching exactly, oh my god, watching exactly what goes on. Okay, but see, all I'm saying is, they couldn't have killed you to make this X-Files themed, because it's horrifying. I hate that. Uh, definitely needs more X-Files. Um, ugh. I don't want any of my exes knowing what I do. I don't want any of my exes know anything about me. I'm upset that they already do. Yucky. 
too hot to handle. Is this the bisexual one? Holy fucking shit. Oh, this is the one. Okay, this one I knew about. Uh, it's hosted by an assistant named Lana. Not Delray. Don't, I'm sure she's copywritten her name, so they're going to have to change that. Uh, but her pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola, so it's kind of, she's already a working, you know, the billboard for, she's, she's owned by a company. Uh, or at least her pussy is. So the show revolves around 10 adults, all of whom primarily engage in meaningless flings and are unable to form long-lasting relationships who are placed together in a house for four weeks and must go through various workshops, all while being forbidden from kissing, sexual contact, or self-gratification. <laughs> this one I could win. This is exactly the premise of the one that I was like, I can win. I don't, TMI, except it's no MI at all. I don't do any of that. I do not kiss people. I have weird horse teeth. I don't want to bite somebody by accident. I do not touch myself. That makes me sick. Uh, and I don't do sexual contacts. I would have so much money unless I got kicked off the show because I just wasn't any fun. Uh, so I don't know. I might, I might audition for this one. I'm not too hot to handle, but I'm definitely hot enough to... That guy's over there. Every so often pan the camera over. Uh, you know who it is. Tool Academy. Oh. <laughs> it is hosted by Timmy Ellen. Uh, competitive reality television show featuring unsuspecting bad boys and women who have been sent to relationship boot camp. Okay, so I am gonna, I'm gonna be honest. This seems... Very, um, something about it sounds Canada's worst driver to me. It's, it's reading like it's the Canada's worst driver, except driving is being a person. You know what I mean? Like, th these are the worst people at being a person in the dating realm. If we separate them from the rest of society and we teach them, hey, don't do these things no more, maybe they will be better and not a danger when they're out on the streets. So, I don't know. Uh, Canadius. Canada's worst driver uh, sleeps harder than this, so fuck it. Um, oh god, I'm so scared of what this one's gonna be. Trans-American love story. It could be Pacific Northwest, East Coast, falling in love. Something tells me it's not. And it's an American reality, reality dating game show in which suitors woo transgender woman uh, Calpurnia Adams. Um, oh god, oh no, was this, was this, trans people, I'm one of them, deserve love. I don't, but, you know, the rest of us do. But is this the one where they didn't know she was trans until the end, and they had a super transphobic reaction about it? I know that it is something. I don't know if it's this one. Um... Oh, we got a Glead Media Award. Okay, so, um, I, I, I guess it handled it really well. Or it or it handled it really well for, um, what was this being made? Uh, oh, World of Wonder, duh. Okay, uh, you can also catch all their content on WoW Presents Plus. I, I'm not, I don't sponsor them. They don't, they don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't sponsor World of Wonder. They also don't sponsor me. 2008. Okay, so the fact that this made it to air in 2008 is uh, amazing, and I'm sure they didn't handle it perfect, perfect, but the fact that it was there at all is something, and the fact that it's also not the show that did the thing that I thought it did, that's good. Um, okay. Oh, man. Okay, this is going to be the latest one. 
Uh, who wants to date a comedian? Okay, it's kind of a Schrodinger's dating thing, right? So, nobody, but also at the same time, everybody. So, speaking from my own personal experience, uh, is a failed stand-up comedian. I have the voice, I don't have the stage presence. That's why I'm a podcaster now. Uh, thanks, everybody. Um, right, so people are usually a little bit too into me until they get to know me, and then they're like, but no, you know what I mean? Like, the number of times that I've had, like, now, you know, I'm not great. Like, I used to go clubbing a lot in college, right? I'm 25, for people wondering. I could still go clubbing if I wanted to. I just, I, I'm traumatized. I don't want to do none of that shit. Um, but, um, yeah, just, like, I would go clubbing, and, like, people would come up to me, men would come up to me and be, like, creepy weird, and it's like, oh, okay, whatever. And they'd be like, oh, I just love squeezing your natural tits, and, like, whatever. And I'm like, I'm in drag. You're kind of not supposed to know that they're natural it also doesn't matter you also probably can't tell because like no nobody would get a chest reduction or a, a augmentation to be my size because <laughs> i have a very small cup size um but um yeah i mean you know, let me feel my oats without you feeling my oats right you know i'm, I'm sure it, when i squeeze them i'm sure it's oat milk that comes out because i'm a vegetarian so don't touch my oats, right? But so people would be like, oh, you're so curvy, so thick. I love thick women. Hey, what do you do? Well, you know, I'm a professional companion. I'm going to school for psychology, and uh, I work in an art museum, and I'm a stand-up comedian. And people are like, oh, yeah, I just turn around. I just want to look at your race again. I'm going to ignore the cellulite, and I'm also going to ignore the fact that you just said those words to me, because it is the least hot thing you could have ever said. And it's like, yeah. I mean, you're the one that just told me I have cellulite, which is true and nothing to be ashamed of. But I don't know if you thought that it was foreplay. That is not as much foreplay as me saying I'm a comedian, that's for sure. So anyway, who does want to date a comedian? Uh, did anybody? <laughs> did anybody? Oh, man. So it definitely it got the graveyard shift at the television station. That does not surprise me. Uh, the series uses a format similar to other elimination-based reality dating shows and plays on the notion and common preference of single people that use a sense of humor. That single people that a sense of humor is key to pursuing and sustaining a romantic relationship by using stand-up comics is the contestants choosing between the three people vying to go on a date with them. The Oh, okay. It's kind of Dr. Kate's professional therapist, but with a dating angle on it. So it's just a bunch of comedians trying out their bits on lonely people, which, to be fair, just is the world of comedy. I But these people are getting super paid by a television network to do it, and they might find love? Whatever, man. Uh, go off, I guess. I it, It's been canceled, so nobody wants to date a comedian. And, uh, I'm sorry, but good. Not good. No, I want people to find love. I, it's just me. It's just me. I'm just bitter. I'm just a bitter person. Um... So, yeah, okay. So we, it's been about a minute and uh, and a half there. That has been uh, what's mine. He's become ours, and uh, I hope everyone has enjoyed me just being the absolute worst person about every single dating game show. Not even just the dating game, just every single dating game show uh, known to man. Uh, and also, like, I hope I end up on one of these days, just so I can scam the money out of everybody, especially Temptation Island, because it's like, you know what, no, honestly, no, they would get me on something, I know they would, I, because I, you know, 
period positivity, right? I use a cup. You know what I mean? I, I do the Swift Cup thing. I'm terrified of tampons. Don't ever want to put that inside myself. But I know that the the, the Lana Del Rey, the little robot person, would would uh you know she would she'd be like, I I smell Pepsi Cola. Someone's pussy is out. And just like zoom up and find me just inserting a like a cup. Just sorry, the time, time of the month. Fired. Expelled from the island. No more. No money for you. You touched yourself for pleasure. And it's like, I do get pleasure out of not uh, bleeding through my clothes. But, you know, whatever. I, you can't say that on TV. So, whatever. Fine. Uh, yeah, basically, so I'm never going on one of these shows. Uh, that's why I play casing. So I don't need to. Um, thank you for listening. Hey, thank you, everybody, for being here for my for my first episode. Uh, you would think I would have crafted a sign-off by now, but I've been too busy making fun of people for, you know, having the very human impulse of wanting love, because I have also a similarly very human impulse of not wanting that anywhere near me. There's different ways to be a human. My way is just a little rarer. It doesn't mean that I can dunk on other people, but, you know, nobody wants to love a comedian, so I kind of can. I kind of have to. Um... So anyway, thank you for coming along. Uh, tune in next time, or don't. You know, again, as I said, you can use this to, to piss people off around you. Play this in the middle of a meeting so your boss cuts it early. I don't fucking give a shit. Thanks for coming. I love all you guys for, for hanging out with me. Maybe the next one will be more structured. Probably not. But uh, I don't know how to sign these off, because usually I, I sign I love you, or I love you very much, but you guys can't see that. So just know that I'm signing, and I'm turning this shit off. Thanks again, guys. See you next time. Well. Hear me next. I, fuck the the audio thing's gonna be a gonna be a, a bit of a, a hassle for me. Well, hear from me next time. Okay, bye.